Where you hear entrepreneurship, you just think success, money, goals, sales, go, 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 go. Mm. And when you get to a stage of success, all of a sudden, happiness is left behind and then you start feeling unfulfilled. So what you need along the journey is both happiness and success along the way. And so for me, I've always been about happiness. I think happiness is what led me into business. So when money wasn't there during business, <laughs> I stayed sane. Money's a byproduct of something else and I think entrepreneurs need to know that. This is Action Jackson, motivational speaker and a youth coach. Over the last 16 years, I've had the privilege and the pleasure of traveling to different schools, colleges and universities throughout the whole nation. I don't know if you've ever been around people who are smarter than you, better than you. And in your mind, you feel like no matter how hard you try, there was no way you were going to catch up. I had goals and I had dreams, and these voices were the ones that arrested my dreams. And once again, I will be sentenced to that mental prison where my goals, dreams, and aspirations were tormented by self-doubt, fear, and what would people say? I care about my dreams. So when it gets tough, dream big. Act now. Never give up. I wrote 800 letters to 800 different schools. Only two people replied. I kept trying, watch this, it's a battle and there's no battle without bruises, there's no effort without error, you will get bruised, just keep trying, keep moving and you'll be okay. Are you thinking about building your wealth, are you thinking about where to start or not knowing where to start in your wealth creation journey? At Property Wealth Education, we teach people how to get started, how to build an empire and how to invest passively and actively using property in your wealth creation. Month in, month out, week in, week out, we have curated courses that is available to you, free and paid, and through our upgraded mentorship program, The Wealth Circle. So if you're thinking of building your wealth, we wanna invite you to click on a, a link below the show notes on this video uh, to book a call with us. We'd like to have a chat to help you start to build your wealth, build a legacy for yourself and your family. Mr. Jackson. How you doing, sir? How you doing, my brother? I'm doing very well. Wow, wow, wow. Good to, <laughs> good to This one is going to be fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, when you have guests that you already know too well. Yeah. And you have guests where maybe you just made them for the first time. It's, it's always different because I have different types of guests. Some, you know, some have been, you know, mentors. Uh, some have been people who aspire, you know, you know, to do some things they're doing already. Mm. But for you, it's, it's almost like I'm talking to my friend today. I know, it's nice. <laughs> thanks, thanks so, so much for coming all the way from Kent to Bromley. Yeah, you know. This episode of the Wealth and Business Podcast is brought to you by our partner and sponsor, Ramsey and White. Ramsey and White is an award-winning specialist intermediary covering property, finance, wealth management, and estate agency. The Ramsey and White team can help you secure or source funding for your buy-to-lets, your HMOs your commercial development, holiday lets, portfolio acquisition. They also offer financial reviews covering pension and investment. Not restricted by lenders or locations, the team at Ramsey & White will help you build momentum covering or growing your investment portfolio. Feel free to contact Ramsey & White, who is our partner and our sponsor for this episode of the wealth and business podcast the links to contacting ramsey and white will be somewhere around the show notes make sure to reach out to them as this company has actually 
helped me build my property portfolio over the last six years. So Jackson, yes, you you are a motivational speaker, and you 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 do a lot of you know work around the importance of being happy yeah. to build a successful business mm -hmm. and the importance of staying motivated, staying inspired yeah. in business. Why is this something that is so important for entrepreneurs to be aware of that happiness plays a key role <laughs> in success? <laughs> because when you hear entrepreneurship, you just think success, money, goals, sales, go, 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 go. Hmm. And when you get to a stage of success, all of a sudden happiness is left behind and then you start feeling unfulfilled mm. after a while. So what you need along the journey is both happiness and success along the way. And so for me, I've always been about happiness. I think happiness is what led me into business. So I kept the happiness. So when money wasn't there during business, <laughs> I stayed sane. <laughs> okay. In 2020, I lost about 250,000 pounds. No depression? Okay, no depression, babe. Are you serious? That's all right. Because I was sitting on a cushion of fulfillment. Mm. Was, and happiness was my cushion so it was just numbers in my account that went down not me and so i was able to tap into my real account which was fulfillment and happiness and that now you know profit is back up because i know where my real account is money is a byproduct of something else and i think entrepreneurs entrepreneurs need to know that whoa you shot me on that one because when i lost one hundred and fifty thousand pounds in my nigerian business i thought the whole world was crumbling on me yeah. i actually went through depression mm. and i actually felt like literally quitting and just giving it all in yeah you know it might was so bad i you know so so bad i went through a dark 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 time and you said i lost over 200 and it didn't matter it's just figures it, you know if you look at it it wasn't it wasn't in, in a sh in a safe and it took it it was literally it was numbers can you imagine how you lost a business yeah so numbers going up and down up and down uh, and so for me the reason why is i've learned from people like you <laughs> <laughs> oh he went through that okay what can i do to make sure i don't go through the depression avenue when money gets lost mm. and so what i do is i build myself a very very good base of of emotional well-being and strength and and i identify more with what creates money than the money that i have in my bank account that's why i make lots of money all the time it's it's, it's a lot easier because i know the true source <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so many people listening to this now will say okay that's good for you that's bad yeah. for him or that's bad for him that's good for him mm -hmm. but the reality of entrepreneurship is that every entrepreneur is in this consistent chasing chasing and chasing yeah. and chasing yeah well check it check it okay so entrepreneurship can be a game to you what narrative do you put around entrepreneurship is it a game is it a life and death situation to me entrepreneurship is about serving humanity and because entrepreneurship is serving humanity for me, I have to start from a certain point. Now, this and because it's chasing, 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 once you attach your soul and your identity to that chase, you are going down a downward spiral. Because as you and I know, business is not this consistent thing. Tomorrow morning, something can come out and wipe you out totally. And that's why you have to build yourself that base first. Uh, and, and we have to be very careful who we listen to because some people's narrative may become your narrative. Oh, he went bankrupt and he got depression. Whereas he went bankrupt. He wrote a book and got 
you know, a different outcome. And for me, I'm saying to myself, well, you know, there are many things that make who I am. Yeah. My family, my daughters, my wife, my faith, my health, all of that, then business. Business is probably number 12 on the list. You, you, you're taking me to this place. I'm trying to like, I don't, I, okay. All right. I think the easiest way we're going to attack this conversation is, yeah. let me get some coaching. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's because do that. it's almost like, like, the reason why I'm doing this is I, I always love to be very real. Yes. You know, um, I've been an entrepreneur that started from nothing to be where I am right now. Mm -hmm. And I am on a journey. Yeah. You know, I'm not one of those entrepreneurs that's going to tell you I'm there yet. I'm yeah. there. I'm there now. Mm -hmm. So I, I, mm -hmm. I, I've achieved everything. No, yeah. I am an entrepreneur on the journey. Mm -hmm. So regardless of where my financial success look like right now, I see it as a journey every single day. Yeah. Whatever I have helped other, other individual to become very successful as mm -hmm. well. Yes, it's a journey. So I get, you know, for me, you saying what you said now, yes, I'm a very happy person. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. I'm a very happy person. And you said, okay, I've got, I've got my wife, I've got my kids and then every other thing after. Mm. But I do also think that, yes, we have the wife, we have the kids, but if success is also missing, it does affect the happiness part. Yeah, but so, so they, they are the success. So I measure them. So part of my measurement metrics is how many times did I get to take my daughter to the nursery? How many times did I get to actually have bath time? How many times did we go to the park? No, no. How many times did we go to Tesco's, buy picnic stuff, and then go to the park and play? So I measure all of that, okay? There were times where my clouds would decline at the shop, yeah? Mm -hmm. and, and I would get home feeling like, oh, but then I'll see my girls, it's like, yeah. Because I know around the corner, opportunities will come, money will come back again. Mm -hmm. One thing I've learned is there are there are seasons with business and there are seasons with the balance of your bank account. Yeah. And so when you understand what the seasons are and you're aware of it, it won't affect you as much. And so when there's the dry season, I know that I've got that buoyancy through family. Because otherwise, if you're not careful, hmm, it will bring you all the way down. And so... When business lets me down, family picks me back up. So I'm always measuring what's my connection with my wife, my daughter and all of that. So, okay, business, you've let me down. I'm getting my filling. So imagine if you've got like, say, you know, uh, five different buckets to fill. Yeah. And business only fills one of them. So if business lets me down, the four buckets are always full. And when my wife annoys me, <laughs> we do, we and, and, and it goes down, you yeah, know, yeah, that's yeah. okay. My daughters, and then vice versa, because yeah. she annoys me. I know her. This is a relationship. So you have to be very careful how you fill in your life buckets. Do you mm. even know your life buckets? Do you even know your life buckets? Because most people only have one bucket business. You know what? You know why I'm doing the devil's advocate on this interview? Mm. Because I went through this. Yes. In, yeah. 2000, in 2016, I went yeah. through all of this. Mm. So I lost my business, mm. you know, in 2015. Mm -hmm. Towards the end of 2015, I lost that business. And I went through that part. Mm. Myself and my wife got to a place of three divorce attempts, which is in my new book anyway, The mm. Test. We had three divorce attempts. Yeah. Because there wasn't flow. Mm. There wasn't happiness. Mm. There wasn't nothing. So... This is the first time I'm having this kind of conversation, mm. you know, because I really, you're somebody that I see every single day. Mm. And when you talk business, it's happiness first. I It took me a failure. Mm. It took me a loss. Yeah. It took me so many dark things, even 
today I'm more godly than I was in 2015. It actually took me, you know, 2015 to actually believe God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, wake so, up call. Yeah, it was a wake up call. So I mm. call it the rebirth. And yeah. if you see me, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I wrote the test. Mm. Transition from the ordinary to the extraordinary because for me that was when i transitioned yeah from the ordinary to the extraordinary yeah. yes money 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 has been part of that part mm. happiness is part of that part now and it's that rediscovery of the aligning mm -hmm. of who i've become yeah because before then mm. it was do or die business mm. right business has to work yeah and obviously that's no wonder when i when i lost all of that i went through that depression i was in exactly. that dark mode because yeah. it felt like the whole world mm -hmm. was crumbling yeah. and down on me and this is something a lot of entrepreneurs don't know yeah, yeah. you know a lot of entrepreneurs will suffer today mm -hmm. because especially when you are starting yeah right it's so important that you understand you know what does start look like for you yeah. what does grow look like to you what does you know thrive look like to mm -hmm. you you know actually scale before thrive yeah. what does scale look like to you and all these different things is found in who you are in yeah. that part because if you aren't happy you know you're already doomed to to well, fail a lot of entrepreneurs are doomed to fail on day one it's a journey. You have to ask yourself, why am I doing it? Your mm -hmm. why is stronger than the how. Yeah. Why am I doing this? If I'm doing this just so that I can make money and be famous, then you're doomed to fail. But if I'm in this in order to add incredible value to humanity through my business, business is a vehicle. Mm -hmm. It's a vehicle, but most people have banked their whole life on the vehicle. The vehicle will, will sometimes break down. It's okay, but the destination shouldn't, the journey shouldn't. And I think what most people, and because, and, I, and it's a cool thing, entrepreneurs becoming this, you know, back in the day, it was like, oh, I'd like to be a rapper one day. Everybody wanted to be a rapper at some point <laughs> in time. I'm not gonna lie. But now entrepreneurs, the new entrepreneurship is the new I want to be. Every, even 15 year olds want to be entrepreneurs. Why though? Money and attention. They want that, but not realizing that money and attention is a byproduct of something deeper which most people don't talk about, don't look at, and they just skim over it. And I think with most of entrepreneurs starting, if you start with the right why, that why would take you through any storm. And my why is connect and serve. And even in the, okay, in the midst of that depression and losing 150, whatever, okay, there were still humans that needed you, mm -hmm. okay? You could have served your way out of that, which is what you've done. Service is the secret to success. Yep. And so money went, okay, money's gone. I always say the balance of your bank account is an indication of how much you've served humanity. If there's no money in the bank account, you're not serving. Interestingly, you said that because after I went to that dark time, I built a seven-figure business. I've raised over 1.5 million pounds, mm. right? And trust me, who, who gave me that? People. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so when you miss, when you miss the number one equation of business, it's people. There is one thing, there's a common denominator to every product and every service, it's people. people yeah. When you learn to love people, learn to serve people, learn to make people feel significant, learn to make build a relationship your number one priority. When I saw you, I didn't see your bank balance. No. Okay. Uh, I just, your personality was what, I was like, oh, I like him. He's cool. That was it. And next time I saw him, oh, here he is again. Oh, here he is on Instagram. 
bond. If that wasn't there, I won't be sitting here today. I call it the character currency. The relationship currency is what builds cash currency. If you can become an expert in building relationship, genuine relationship, yep. not what can I get out of it? You are a winner. I 100% agree with you. <laughs> when you when you genuinely learn how to build relationship with people, mm. you're a winner. Yeah. And in today's world, this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs are not talking about. A lot of, especially new startups. Yeah. It's all about, you know, the money. The money. Well, I mean, whose fault is that? Because, well, I guess the narrative that everybody's pumping from the top down when you look on social media, it's about, hi, you know, if you click here, I'm going to teach you how to build a seven-figure business versus, hi, if you click here, I'm going to teach you how to build quality relationship with the people around you. It's like, mm, that, how's that going to buy me what I want? But it's only between close quarters. I look nowadays, I'm thinking, wow, because 26 years in business, six-figure business, doing what I love. Just recently, I calculated. 26? 26 years in business. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 43. I'm 43 too. <laughs> 26 years in six-figure business. 26 years in six-figure business. Whoa. Okay. You know, successful. Super successful. Have you always been a happy person and did you build this 26 years of happiness or how did that come about? Well, so that's the thing. I took the happy man into service. Service then turned into business. So if you take my business away, dude, I'm still going to be happy. Hello. Whereas I discovered this, this happiness part when everything went the other way. There you go. So for me, I, 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 I think this is very important in terms of really developing ourselves first before you develop the entrepreneur. You're human first, entrepreneur second. Second. When you cater for the human first, entrepreneur second, it won't hurt you as much. What you did was, let's focus on the entrepreneur because money, 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 we need it. Mm. And so when that went down, guess what? You went down with it. Yeah. Whereas for me, oh, okay, I've got multiple ways of expressing my gifts. <laughs> so business, do what you need to do. I'm cool. You know, I've said this before and even on the book launch, I said this was one of the reasons why God took it away yeah. in 2015. To expose your vulnerability. To expose me to become this new person. Yeah. And that was the rebirth because yeah. sometimes, and this is one, one of these I say to people that you have to observe the challenge, yeah. acknowledge it, yeah. face it, go through it. Exactly. And that's why my book is called The Test. Yeah. So you're going to be tested right mm. through your own ways or through the ways you've created That's and it. when you are tested in that ways you've created then you transition mm -hmm. you know from the ordinary to the extraordinary yeah. and to be honest we never actually become the true extraordinary mm. because it's a journey nobody gets to destination in this yeah. life yeah yeah it's a journey obviously contentment is key mm. you know if somebody once asked me are you content and i say yes i am contented now you know though i'm not where i want to be but i'm happy mm. with what i've achieved the way you give thanks to a pound, if you can acknowledge a pound, you would you would you would acknowledge a million. Oh yeah. But if you don't acknowledge a million, mm -hmm. how are you gonna get a billion? Yeah. And I think also when my wife and I went through these financial challenges, um, she had a different way of dealing with it versus me. I was cool. <laughs> I was alright. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not the numbers in the account. And what God said to me in that moment was who you are when there's no money will tell me who you're going to be when there is money. There is no money. Because your true identity is in you, not in the cash. Although, don't get me wrong, when those financial situations come, they do rock you a little. They do. 
you know, I did, whoa, okay, all right, how are we going to pay for that? How are we going to pay for this? How are we going to pay for that? But I knew it was a lesson of understanding where my true wealth comes from. Mm. So that means when you place me in any, listen, I can build a six-figure business in any industry, anywhere around the world within 90 days. Experience. Experience of human and service. I've got the secret, easy. That's why it's easy. I look at industries, I'm like, yeah, I can go in there and smash it. Because the secret is like like the secret key. Secret key. It's human. Study human, love human, serve human. Study human, love human, serve human. Most people, okay, I wanna, I, one girl said to me, I want to sing. Yeah, then get on the bus and start singing. Yeah, but she's waiting to be discovered. Imagine if she got on the bus and sang every day and someone recorded it and posted it online every day. All of a sudden, people see her as a singer that sings on the bus every day. Yeah. Guess what? She gets traction. She gets the audience. Then what was the guy again? Who used to be a busker. Uh, what was his name again? Uh, uh, Ed, no, Ed, Ed, Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. He just took his gift and served it. People are waiting to be discovered. No. Give yourself the permission. Go do it. You want to serve? Serve people. You know, I want to be a coach to women. Well, there's women walking past your house every day. Stand outside your house. Every woman you see, stop them and say, how are you doing? I'm a coach. I'd love to serve you. People overthink this entrepreneur thing because they're busy thinking about themselves, not the people that need what, what needs to be served. Why did Amazon become, is number one. They're obsessed with service. Serving people. People, not themselves. When they sit around the table, they're not talking money. They're talking service, innovative service, quicker service, effective service. What are you as an entrepreneur talking? My website, my brand. When you talk, look at how many my are in your conversation. Then you know who you're really serving. Yeah. And that's what happened to me Mm. until 2015. Yeah. Right. That was what happened to me. It was about the profits. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was the next move, the next move. But when I went through that, you know, challenge in 2015 i came out the other side i really i discovered how much creative creativity i have i realized how much i wanted to win with people mm-hmm. and i realized so many different things you know that it's, it's almost like it's 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 recoupled and assembled a new being yeah and today and when i go places and people say people ask me oh, why are you like that because mm-hmm. i'm that i'm like that because i had to understand some certain things in life mm-hmm. and i had to go through a dark mm-hmm. journey yeah. i really i really love how 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 you know i agree with you 100 mm-hmm. percent about being happy yeah serving human first serving happiness first mm-hmm. because if you i mean my last episode i just had and i said if you're not happy within a lot of people are focusing on the exterior yeah and damaging the interior you could be successful and not be happy because what it takes to be happy is so simple and so easy mm. my daughter and I on a sunday afternoon will sit with flour and water on the kitchen floor and just make a whole mess <laughs> mom doesn't like that we don't care we're having fun there was the other day we were in the living room and she had rice krispies she didn't want any milk she just wanted to eat it by itself i'm like cool go ahead as she was eating she grabs a handful and throws it in my face most parents would be like oh. i look at her dead in the eye i reach into the bowl with a handful and throw it back in her face she gets up she does the same thing and we're having a food fight in the living room. Meanwhile, mom is upstairs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then in the split second as we were doing that, she's like, ah, daddy, this is fun. 
in that moment, I know what's happening in her brain and in her heart. Her brain has now created a feeling. So how did that come about? Well, so that's the thing. I took the happy man and in her mind. She'll remember that for the rest of her life. She'll remember that for the rest of her life. How much is that worth? Take that to the bank and cash it. You can't. You can't. Priceless. Priceless. My son says to me, Daddy, stop kissing me. I'm not. I said, I kiss you because I love you. You know, I hug him because I never got hugged. You see? By my father. There you go. I kiss him. My dad never Mm -hmm. kissed me. Yeah. My dad, my son says, Daddy, that looks weird. I'm like, no, I'm your father. And you do know that there is a science that backs how many times a, a child gets a physical hold, her, her being held. When a child is born, the more you kiss them and hold them, it increases their level of intelligence, the physical connection. Yeah. And so these are the things that actually affects the man that then goes out to run the business. Now you realize why we have entrepreneurs falling into depression because they haven't fixed the person and they think business is going to plug that hole, that no. love is going to, don't make that mistake. Happiness first. But let me release a podcast about happiness. Who's going to listen to, who's going to come to if the it's not, If it's not money, people don't listen. There you go. And so I started to look at my brand. I was like, mm, okay, cool. I need to pivot. <laughs> Because hey, this happy guy, but you don't know how much it's earning because I don't talk about how much I earn. I get paid in 45 minutes what some people would get paid in a month. This month, I only work 16 days, no, 10 days. I don't have to work for the rest of the month. Mm -hmm. That's it. Uh, because of this thing called happiness. You know, you said something there, you know, this is the man being you know, grow up, going outside to try and run a business, being the entrepreneur, but because he hasn't actually identified this, you know, these simple things that we're just having a chit chat about right now as an importance, because let's, let's, let's be, let's, let's, let's take one step back a little bit, mm -hmm. right? How you wake up upset in the morning is how the whole day, how you treat people, yeah. except somebody else find a way to bring you up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Morning routines are exceptional. I make it a duty that I have to wake up with gratitude. I wake up, I'm like, oh, another day. If I'm off that morning, I'm very sensitive to it. I don't know where this feeling has come from. Okay, this is not me. All right. First thing, start the morning with movement. I always start the morning. I see you see your live these days. I'm all every morning. And the reason why I start the day with movement is when you go into movement, you shake off whatever it is you put into the sleep realm. And then endorphins are released in your body and you're ready for the day. The day I don't run or do exercise, I feel a difference. Like this morning, I didn't do my exercise, so I feel a bit, mm, but I've spent about, you know, an hour with 300 kids before coming here. So I've got my little, so now I can come and pour out. Most entrepreneurs are running on an empty tank. Are you crazy? No meditation in the morning? No movement? Where are you getting your inspiration from? That's why you don't get good ideas. Between the drive and here, I've had a six-figure idea between coming from here today. I get them every day. Mm. They come to me like butterflies. And this is why starting a seven-figure, eight-figure business is easy because... Once you build a six, it has to build a seven. And because you've gone through that journey of building it... Yeah. All right, and you know what it takes to build one. Exactly. It's like you can't give what you do, you know. You can't pour from you can't give what you don't have. You can't yeah. pour from an empty yeah. cup. 
Yeah. And that's why for me, I love entrepreneurship and I love entrepreneurs. And I really do want to get into a place of mentoring and guiding them through what it really means to look after yourself on the way to seven figures, six figures, five figures, whatever figure, because you don't want to lose a marriage or your mentality or your mind. Yeah. Result. Yeah. As an entrepreneur, what I do the most is because property is what I do. And, you know, I tell people all the time. Property is not what's going to make you super wealthy tomorrow. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things that makes you wealthy behind property. So for example, what makes you wealthy in property is not how much of money you got in your bank account. It's the level of creativity mm -hmm. and it's obviously fixing self. Yeah. Right. Your ability to understand when to leverage, your mm -hmm. ability to understand when to finance a project. So these are the different things that makes you wealthy in property. Otherwise, everybody can go and buy 10 houses. Yeah, of course. I've of seen course. people own 20, 20. I've seen someone very close to me mm. that own 20 properties. They're still broke. Mm. Okay. Because there are other things that needs, you know, I, I was having a woman, I was having a conversation with a woman who eventually became a client the other day. Her husband died and left three million pounds. Mm. worth of asset no mortgage mm. and she came through and we were talking and everything she said i'm broke she was looking poor very depressed we go into a deep 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 side of a conversation realize she had a property non-incumbent basically trashed up in some way in hackney mm. and she said i'm broke i don't have money so in my mind that is somebody that's not even first of all identifying what it is in the within mm -hmm not to talk about what is in the exterior. Yeah, yeah. You know, and entrepreneur, a lot of entrepreneurs are stuck in that way of thinking, mm. not understanding the vital role and, you know, a happy entrepreneur can become the greatest success financially, spiritually, yeah. mentally, and otherwise. So I really, really, uh, you know, appreciate what you said there. So how can entrepreneurs practice mm. this game of happiness? Yeah, I love it. 3G. 3G, 3G, 3G. Remember that. The first G is gratitude. Obsess over gratitude. When I mean gratitude, gratitude is a measure of what has already been. So you don't have to create gratitude. You're giving thanks for Wi-Fi, this microphone. As I was driving here today, I, I stroked my um, steering wheel because I'm like, this car has taking me up and down the country for years and hasn't given me any problem. I'm so thankful for this car because it supports what I do. Mm. I'm so thankful for Wi-Fi because it allows me to connect with the world. I'm so thankful for water. When you engage in gratitude on a day-to-day -day basis actively, the other day I was just staring at my daughters and my wife. I'm, I'm so grateful for the two of them. You know what I mean? Uh, my, my two daughters and my wife. Gratitude really fills your heart and there's a science that backs that. When you're thankful, your tank will be full. Wow. <laughs> so I'm always grateful. That's why I can never lack because yeah. there's always going to be something. Let me tell you, even on your God forbid, even on your deathbed, <laughs> I'm grateful for this bed. Yeah. <laughs> Gratitude is the first. The second G is growth. Measure your growth. Most entrepreneurs are so obsessed with the third G that they don't mess measure the second G. The second G is growth. How far have I come? Oh, wow, I've done this. I did that. I was rubbish at that. Now I got better at this. Keep a journal of your gratitude. Keep a journal of your growth and keep a journal of your goals. Because here's the quote I heard recently. Okay. You can achieve your goals without growing and you can't, but you can't grow without achieving your goals. I can give you 10 million right now, but you haven't grown to achieve that goal. But if you learned the journey to 10 million, guess what happens if the 10 million goals goal you've got the growth 
That's why I can start another business in any industry because growth is the measurement of my journey. Goals is a measurement of my destination. So that gold medal, great. Put it in a pocket, go. That's why people feel depressed once they have achieved their goals because they, 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 there's great happiness in growth. The secret to happiness is growth. Seek growth, 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 growth. If I made 2 million tomorrow morning, I'm looking for ways to challenge myself. Growth. The middle part is growth. So gratitude, growth and goals. Fantastic. Beautifully said. And I couldn't agree anything less. Let's take two steps backward a little bit. Who is Jackson? Wow. That's a wonderful question. Um, I'd like to describe myself as a Rubik's Cube. You know, multifaceted, multiple colors and I bring joy to you. Uh, for me, I am the epitome of joy and happiness. That whatever I do, wherever I am, I have to get you in touch with your happiness by me getting in touch with mine. So if I light up, something in you must light up. And I'm fueled by life. You know, uh, L-I-F-E. I always love. I'm driven by love, obsessed with love. The second is I, in integrity. You know, there's one thing to be loving, but it's one thing to walk with integrity. The third is fun. I love to have fun. And then the final uh, E in life is excellence. Because whatever you do, do it with excellence. So in a nutshell, I am joy. Someone described me as a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I want you to feel the hug. Because, yeah, you're going to be tired sometimes. You're going to be frustrated sometimes. You won't get it sometimes. And sometimes it's not an advice you want. Sometimes you just want a big hug. And that big hug helps you to reconnect with the child in you, the happiness in you, so that the adult up here can get the breather to go and do what they need to do. Mm. Just a big hug. You know, I really agree with what you said, the child in you aspect. Because my son is 15 now and he's growing, you know, he's going through his own thing at the moment. And I remember recently we had a very intense conversation, probably about a year ago, we had a very intense conversation with him. And instantly, the Holy Spirit just said to me, just look at him being that little boy you carried. Mm -hmm. Just look at him. Yeah. Don't look at that boy. Look mm -hmm. at the little boy yeah. you carried. Yeah. And as soon as I looked at that little boy, mm -hmm. whatever he said did not make sense. Mm. Whatever that he said that I was trying to correct, mm. I saw that little boy. I wasn't angry. I wasn't upset i was just like okay let me speak to that little boy and i started speak to that little boy and guess what happened mm. he backtracked that's it and he said oh daddy actually i'm sorry i didn't mean to talk to you i said no mm. because as an african child mm. as a nigerian child mm. this ex you know there's certain things that you must understand yeah culture wise mm. respect is something mm. that we love as africans mm. so you dare not do a b or c mm. because somebody else did a b or c and you think is okay yeah does that make sense and that's not okay we we don't insult our elders we don't talk to our elders in that certain way mm. and notice that he the argument was actually i can talk however i like and that, and that was the correction and I was trying to correct him it was like you know the Oimbo in him was trying to come out right <laughs> so those of you who don't understand yeah. what I'm trying to say the Oimbo in him means that he was trying to obviously the, the, the environment of how he's been raised which is yeah. the British environment in society yeah. and, and instantly and I had to look down to that baby mm, that I that, yeah. that baby child mm -hmm. and sometimes that's what we have to do as entrepreneurs we have to sometimes reverse backwards into that boy child that we mm -hmm. were mm -hmm. happy bubbly 
adventures that's it you know happily bubbly adventures you know not allowing your dream when we were a child when we we're children mm -hmm. we wanted to build a castle yeah and we wanted to have some fun and i think there's something to be said about you know first of all let me go back to the african way of for the for, for the african people who raise your children please connect before you correct mm -hmm. we're so obsessed totally with agree. correction yes that we, we you got no connection so correction cannot sit and most entrepreneurs who hail from the african background have walked around with trauma in their heads and in their heart because they didn't have the relationships and so it's so important that we raise children with love they were built out of love imagine you pray 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 for a child and when a child comes you're like why are you why are you pushing them away it's what's or did you did you just have the child for the sake of having a child did you have a mission and a focus for that child and so and then we miss it when it comes to pouring love in them and that's why they go wayward you know whether mentally emotionally and then they end up if they go into entrepreneurship they're treating people badly because they didn't get the full love from day one you know so i think it's essential of really tapping into that child for me as an entrepreneur i am the most childish okay i will childlike not childish but sometimes i am childish <laughs> but what it does is it resonates with the entrepreneur in you because we're humans yeah when the guard is dropped we can connect once we connect watch this entrepreneurs watching connect first with people okay then you can collect if you want to but first is connection people want to collect the cash with that connection yeah and that's why if you if you notice what most successful entrepreneurs always say is people buy from who they like trust obviously this connect massive connection elements mm -hmm. in there and for me honestly this one of the thing that I stand for always connecting with people always empowering people always uplifting people mm. I learned one of these one of the greatest mentors I've ever had Sir Richard Branson I listened to a lot of his content and all of this he says don't employ the CV employ the person mm. whatever that CV look like academic yeah. qualification everything else put it aside mm. employ that individual's experience employ that personal touch that mm. connection of that person getting the job done mm -hmm. you know because sometimes we're so focused on the experience what have you done what have you done what have you done what have you done but can you actually connect with that person yeah. you know so jackson moving away from that <laughs> you're so big on other people's perceptions yeah. do you think a lot of other people's perception has a lot to do in this topic what we're having now oh i can't release my product because what what if they don't like it what if what would people think what would people what and i've heard a lot of female entrepreneurs and male entrepreneurs talk about what would people think they weren't there when you were given your gift they weren't there when you got the idea why are you now putting them in the picture other people's opinion has become one thing that i've so against because i've seen how it can erode your confidence and your character that i actively go out to provoke people's opinion so that my brain can get used to we don't live by their opinion and so if you live by people's opinion you will die by people's opinion but if you live above people's opinion you will be untouched by it my wife was saying to me the other day we were just discussing that wow you know if you, if if she was to become really famous and people were attacking her online she would she was thinking how would i handle it you know for me i would just laugh <laughs> at people's opinion i would empathize with them because you got to protect yourself from that because most people online now 
they and they don't realize that they're building a brand to impress people. Mm-hmm. That's dangerous. Very. Don't do that. Because if they don't like the post, what are you going to do? But the post came from a very sincere place, but because they don't like it, like me online, I am myself and I stay true to that. I don't have lots of thousands of millions of followers, but I like the fact that I am following my heart. Yeah. And whoever follows me as a result of following my heart, then I'm cool. Yeah. There's things I can do to boost my followership. I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, never, and I learned this from Les Brown, never let people's opinion become your reality. Yeah. I totally agree. I totally, totally agree. Never be, never allow other people's opinion. But it's a topic that is the reality of many. It is the reality of many about what people think. People think, you know, the other day uh, someone said to me, um, you know, you talk about leverage a lot because I do. I, I talk about raising money because I do. Yeah. These are things that I mm-hmm. did, you know, to grow my business. And somebody said to me um, in a certain way, you know, what do you, you know, I see what you do. What are you doing that is different that can make me mm. work with you? Mm. I said, well, it's simple. Every single point in time, I speak from the heart. Mm. I do. The Daniel you see on Instagram mm. is the same Daniel you see in a conference room. Mm. You know, doesn't matter. Mm. It's the same Daniel yeah. that yeah. you see on Instagram, on my podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I go in the bus from Bromley High Street so the other day, my, myself and the kids, we, we took a stroll mm. to Bromley High Street and then we got a bus back. And whilst we were in the bus, someone saw me in the bus. <gasps> oh my God, I'm like, oh, you're in the bus. I'm like, mm. and so? Mm. I'm a human. <laughs> Just because you watch me on my YouTube channel doesn't make me different. Yeah. yeah. You know, and besides, I enjoyed going out oh, on, yeah. on a summer afternoon with my yeah. children, yeah. walking up to the, you know, walking all the way 30 minutes or whatever, how many minutes walk it was, mm. you know, from one point to the other to the, to Bromley High Street and then obviously, you know, taking a bus back because you need to connect with people. You yeah. need to understand, you know, it's so important that you don't allow because there's some people who become famous. A lot of, obviously, some extremely famous where security maybe the challenge that's why they would never go on a public transport maybe that's why i don't know but what i'm trying to say is some people the moment they achieve some very small level of success Mm. you know people's opinion becomes the center yeah of their functioning Mm. that you you have people whoever there, there are people who are not successful still have that disease and this is why for me I think it's important for any entrepreneur to make sure they make their opinion the most important opinion and the the opinion of God that created them, their opinion. And for those who don't believe in God, find a way to really honor yourself. Because I always ask myself, if you don't pay my bills and you don't give me oxygen, I don't care what you think. Mm. The only opinion that matters are the opinions of those who I care about. And even then, I have to be careful. I know the voice in my head and that's the voice I am following. And if I, I, and don't get me wrong, I do take on opinions. Like my brother is a very close advisor of mine. And when he's talking, I'm listening because I don't know what he knows. So I take on his opinion. So I only take opinion of people who I know, love and trust to have my back. But if I don't know you on social media, why am I going to, fact and then nowadays everybody has their opinion too quickly and because you see how people attack people you're scared to launch out and that's one of the key things why people don't launch because they've already got indoctrination of oh they won't like me if i if i if i listen day one is better than day none 
step out. Don't care what people think. They'll laugh at you on the way up. They'll laugh at you on the way down. They'll always be laughing. So they might as well laugh. But the key thing is you're doing what makes you happy. Totally agree. Totally agree. Family. Hmm. I see a lot of your answers as being centered around Mm -hmm. family, family, family. My family means a lot to me. Like... Hmm. I don't go most business events without my wife. Mm. Sometimes it's business events with my wife mm. and my kids, mm. you know, uh, and and I just love it. So mm. the business is the family. The family is the business. We Everything just tw- intertwined together. Mm. So we do everything together. And I obviously see that in you as well. Mm. Um, I have seen sometimes you and your, you know, your children, you know, having that family time. Yeah. How important is it is it for entrepreneurs to kind of being able to center, you know, family with business so that they're not far apart? Yeah. There's a quote I have that says, you know, people are all about chasing a bag. I said, don't be so caught up chasing a bag that one day you might end up in a bag. And whilst you're chasing a bag, take family with you. So if the bag is empty, at least family's there to support you. You know, we come from Nigeria and there was time, many of us in Nigeria growing up, we didn't have lots of money at all. No. But yet we felt good. Why? We had family. And do you know, it's so interesting that I can still re- remember there was a time where there was there was rice and there was stew, but there wasn't yeah. enough stew in the rice for the rice. So my mom would then pour the stew put it all together. There wasn't enough to put on each other's plate. So here's your spoon, eat from the pot. And although there was lack in the food, but there was abundance in the connection that we had. And the reason why family for me is so essential is because when business is not going the way I want it to go, family will give me that lift and that energy that I need. And when it's all said and done, ready to cross over to the other side, is it my bank balance am I gonna look at? Am I gonna look at the deposits I've made in the people around me who Mm. are more family? And if you do ask people, it's very successful people who are way, way, way older, who have made billions, not millions, billions, and say, if there's what's one thing you regret? And they'll say, not spending enough time with my family. They built the businesses. Because I often say, I can hire another CEO for my business, but I can never hire a husband for my wife or a father for my daughters. That's my role. And so I work hard to have CEOs in positions to do my bidding and go and do that while I do my stuff. There's times where I'm cleaning the house because <laughs> I know as soon as my wife wakes up, she would love it that the kitchen looks amazing because she's been too tired to do it herself. So we yeah. have each other's back like that. Yeah. The family's foundation, man. If you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a single entrepreneur, married entrepreneur, please, 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 so important I say to people, Learn how to make that a firm foundation. Family first, finance second. You know, and with family, it's not the quality of time. It's the, it's the, it's the quality of time, not the quantity of time. Mm-hmm. But make sure you tick that box daily. Totally agree with you. One thing that someone made me realize recently when I said somewhere, I was somewhere and I said, I had been married for over 15 years, mm. you know, and at that time, my marriage was about 15. My marriage 17 years, I go into 18. And he said, son, if you can keep a marriage for 15 years, how old are you? I think at that time I was, what, I was just about 40 or so. And he said, if you can keep a marriage for 15 years and you're 40, mm. wow. And instantly, I had a light bulb in me and actually realized, well, through the hooks, through 
the challenges we've been through, yeah. myself and my wife, mm. we have actually kept a marriage of 15 years at that time. And the truth is that it's not easy to keep a marriage oh, these days. Especially when people, people get, I've seen people, I've seen a lot of people that got married yesterday mm -hmm. and they got divorced today. Yeah. All right. And, and, and obviously possibly because of a few things that they wasn't aware because mm. it's like people thinking they're going to marriages and they expect the marriage to be perfect. Mm. Or it's like people getting into entrepreneurship and expecting that they're going to be automatically financially ahead yeah. and otherwise. Yeah. Well, actually now getting in, discovering what it wasn't for them mm. and people going back you know, to do what, what they need to do. Now, as we go through to the end of this episode, what can entrepreneurs understand and learn that everything is built on the back of family? Everything is built on the back of not listening to what other people's opinion mm. are to them? Or, you know, take other people's opinion, but take advice from the right person. I always say, don't go to the wrong person mm. for the right advice, mm. right? And how do people center all these different things in steps so they can actually start becoming the greatest version for themselves as an entrepreneur. Um, create an Excel sheet, okay? And in the Excel sheet, write down the people who are important to you and then, you know, do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and make a decision that I will spend some time, intentional time. Chart your connection with these things. How many times gratitude? Because when you put numbers, this is funny. We have a bank account for money but we don't have an account for how many times we spent with our wives or with our daughters. I, I make sure that I measure it. If you can measure it, you manage it. And so measure it. If it's important to you, write it down. This week, I want to spend three times with X. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then tick. At the end of the week, if you've only done three, great. If you've only done one, you know, next week, you got to gauge up a little. So that's one thing I would say. Have you been grat grateful this week? Have you spent time with family this week? Have you done workout this week? Like this week for me, all right, you know, I've done my workout twice. So I'm feeling good. You know, that's poor by the end of the week if I've only done twice. Minimum of a week is five times. So if you measure it, it will go up. Don't rely on your emotions. Rely on your standards because emotions go up and down. But when you stand on your standards, they'll keep you going. And also surround yourself with mentors who get it right. Not social media mentors. Everybody's showing their trailer and their highlight on social media. Get to sit with people, ask them questions, the real questions. And don't be faced by people's six figures out there. Let that attract you in, but ask deeper questions. How are you? How's your family? If you sit with a mentor and you ask them, how are you? How's your family? If they don't have a good answer, <laughs> run. 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 Grab the money advice and run. But then find somebody else that will give you family advice. You need to be holistic. Yeah. You need to be realistic. So that's it. Measure it. Measure how many times you spend with people. Measure how happy you are. But don't let money be the, the measure of your success. Let it be one of the measures of your success, not the only measure of your success. Because the money will go up and down. I love that. It's something that just came out from that question, from that answer you gave to me now. Hmm. <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> Black entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm on the startup to grow face of their business who are married. Yeah. How can they unite? You have a successful marriage. Mm -hmm. I have a successful marriage. But how can they unite? 
you will coach yourself. I'm a coach myself. And one of the things I've come to really see and observe, in, you know, within people who are trying to build, it's a lot of disagreements rather than, you know, uni- unity. Yeah. In, order in, marriage. To, in marriage to grow a mm. business. Obviously, because, you know, in this country that we are, the man's money is the man's money, the woman's money is the, is the woman's money. How can entrepreneurs unite to build? in a divided you got to understand that there is a bigger picture um to your marriage you know and your marriage is supposed to serve the business if you're working together in, in the business is one thing but i think unity is to understand that don't ever put business above family don't ever put business above that woman i'm talking from a man's point of view right now because there was something a woman wants attention all the time all the time in her head in her soul she wants attention all the time and if anything is second to her if she's second to anything it's going to be a fight oftentimes when a woman is fighting you or fighting something they're not fighting that thing they're fighting the fact that you haven't given them what they needed which is attention a woman loves attention there's times my wife will be on a zoom call and i'll just make a hot copy coffee and i take it to her and just leave it beside and i just walk off that's a moment to say hey i see you I care for you. So for a man, look after that woman. Pay attention to her. When she changes her hair, connect. Hey, I see I see you. She just wants to be seen. And for the woman, the man wants to be respected. Hmm. Don't talk anyhow to him. Mm-hmm. He'll make mistakes. Not from your mouth. We see you again. How many times? It's the worst thing a man can really him I, mean, I remember that time we were going through that financial journey and my wife could see that my countenance had changed and my aura my energy had gone and all she did was grab my hands like babes everything's gonna be alright bro the superpower that came in me is like ah just from her touch and her words and so please it's so important for us to look after each other that's the real business do you do profit and loss management for your marriages do you sit and say, babes, are you? I asked my wife, this just on the way here, are you happy? <laughs> <laughs> what would make you happy? And she said, I'm like, cool. I'm going to go make sure it happens. Oh, don't assume. Just because you're in the same house and you're not arguing doesn't mean things are going well. Yep. Are you happy, babes? Because I don't want to disturb him. He's so busy. No, he, should, he needs to be busy looking after you so that you can give him the energy to go out and make that business a, a success. So this is a whole nother topic about marriage because for me, I'm big on marriage. I really think it's, if you're making six figures in a bank account and your wife is not happy, you're a failure. The reason why, I know you said just now, this is this, this is a whole other topic. For me, I've, come, I've been married for 17 years. I've known my wife for 18 years, but I've come to realize all these different components is what makes a successful oh, yeah. entrepreneur. Yeah. The successful entrepreneur is like a vehicle. Mm-hmm. You have four wheels. The car needs four wheels to drive. Mm. So my wife drives, you know, a car. Mm. If there is no two tires in that car, this car's not going to drive. Yeah. So marriage is one part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Children, mm-hmm. part of the vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Our happiness, mm-hmm. part of the vehicle. Yeah. What we said we're going to do today mm-hmm. is the vehicle. Mm. So all these different things has to be is like tick 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 yeah. tick tick yeah. for that vehicle to move. Yeah. Because if one is out of it, 
it's not going to move. That's it. And part of the reason why entrepreneurs who have maybe starting entrepreneurship, mm. they have their wife with them. And if they miss one of the two parts, it struggles. The vehicle could have been able to drive a bit faster, mm. but it can't, can't drive faster oh, yeah. because one tire is missing. Mm-hmm. Or for example, the the tire is, you know, th- there's, there is less air yeah, in the tire so it's it's very important that we understand that you know first we've got to be happy find mm-hmm. happiness i spoke about happiness in my first book rent to rent made easy yeah. where i specifically talked about happiness the role happiness has to play in your business because why am i saying all of this because when i went through that dark time in mm-hmm. 2015 it was a it was the it was the shaking yeah. for me to transition to become this different person mm-hmm. understanding okay you've got to bring this with you you've got to bring that with you you've got to bring your a game on yeah. and your a game on has to be your happiness you know um you know your peace yeah yeah oh yeah. i can't say that again mm. your peace let me repeat myself because peace when you're peaceful yeah a clouded mind cannot create mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if your mind is clouded you're yeah. thinking about one billion, one, you know, one billion mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. you know. So I had to learn. I had to unlearn so many things, mm-hmm. and I had to understand the importance of this, 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 this. And I remember going back to my wife, and I said to my wife in 2016, when we, we when I was gradually, you know, rediscovering myself again, and I said, "Babes, give me five years. Five years, you have to leave your job, and we're gonna keep building mm-hmm. until we build to where we are." Mm-hmm. And when she came in last year, you know she has been in the corporate role for like 25 good years and when she came in she expected things to be slosh mm. or perfect mm. and i said no it's not it's because we're still building and i said if it was perfect whilst we're building you would have come in you mm. probably wouldn't appreciate it yeah. but now we're building together mm-hmm. yeah. and she appreciates every single part of it mm. and then she had to transition from what she's been doing for 25 years of her life mm. to now being able to think a bit deeper. So yes, it's not a managed podcast, but it's so important for us to understand the importance of yeah. how every single, your children, mm-hmm. what you eat, mm-hmm. how you talk, yeah. every single thing has a role to play mm. in your success as a business owner or as an entrepreneur. Definitely. It's so true because I make sure that when I look at people, you want to measure all those areas, you know, fitness, your faith, your family, and your finances, you know, and also what are you doing for fun? Uh, and it's, it's, and when you have all of that together, you know, so marriage, relationships, make sure you nurture that because that's what gives fuel and food to the drive mm. that you put into. And, and sadly, the society we live in has made great emphasis on success, you know, in business and entrepreneurship. But very rarely do you see marriage conferences and, and emphasis on relationship building because I think now the climate is money, 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 yeah, money, 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 money. It's even 11 year olds are talking about money. That's how you know. And it's dangerous. It's a dangerous carrot because while everybody's running after money, there is danger behind the closed doors, behind closed doors. People are just losing themselves. Uh, so even sitting here right now has got me sort of thinking about how I can reach people with happiness using the money avenue to dangle in front of you. Yeah. You know, I shared something, you know, in the last six months, I used to wake up very early in the morning, like 5.30 a.m., go for a run and everything. In the last six months, I discovered I was enjoying sleep in the morning. Mm-hmm. I just discovered six months, I started enjoying I felt 
like I needed to chill mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and sleep. Yeah, yeah, see? That's you listening to you. So I listened to me that I needed to rest, yeah. I needed to sleep. And trust me, before I would have fought it, mm. you know, but instead of running all the time, I discovered just walk, take a walk. Yeah. And trust me, it's been a transformational thing for me. So, you know, and these are things you must do in business. Sometimes we go, 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 go. I literally had an I literally had an advice to someone recently and I said, sometimes you just have to listen. Yeah. And it's the listening. You know, there's times I've listened like, oh, you know, you need to chill, you need to eat, you need to do this. Because our bodies and our mind is our best teacher. Yeah. No one's gonna. No one's gonna tell you what your what's going on through you. But if you don't learn to listen to the inner voice, you're going to. That's the only voice you've got. Some people call it intuition. Some people call it the Holy Spirit. Listen, just listen. Just pay attention. You know. Uh, and for me, I love listening to that voice. It guides me every day. I mean, I, as I was waiting for the podcast, I was just sitting, and there was a squirrel uh, by your window, and I was just, <laughs> I was just watching the squirrel. I was like, wow. How much stress is this squirrel going through right now? <laughs> None. <laughs> None. Okay. And that's part. And listening also. There's so much to listen to around us. Nature. It's beauty. And there's wealth in that. Just being still. What are we building? Even half the stuff you're building, when it's all said and done, who's going to own it? You know? So enjoy it. Fulfillment is the key. That's the aim. Wow, Mr. Jackson, <laughs> it's been amazing having you on the World and Business Podcast. How can people reach you and what service do you offer to help people? So I live on um, um, Action Jackson Live on Instagram as well as um, Twitter or X at Action Jackson. And one of the things I've been working on is um, helping people with um, not only happiness, but becoming fearless speakers. Because some people are scared of public speaking and you don't have to be. Everybody has a voice and it should be heard. So I do have a free course that people can actually connect with to help them with their happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely that's something I do have on offer for entrepreneurs who find it hard to tap into their happiness and communicate fearlessly. Because I believe as, commu- as uh, entrepreneurs, if you can't talk about your ideas, you failed. You failed, yeah. So you need to learn how to fearlessly communicate your ideas to people. Wow. Thank you so much, Mr. Jackson, on being on the Wealth and Business Podcast. And we cannot wait. We've got a lot of things on the pipeline that we're looking to do together. And one of the reasons why I love the Wealth and Business Podcast is I look at people that could, you know, you know, subsequently be one of our guests at, mm. at one of our live events. And we come here first to establish that relationship True. and then bring you to the live audience. So I'm so excited. I've seen you on stage a couple of times. Your energy is fire. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to having you on one of our events. Indeed. Thank you so much for being here. Pleasure. And uh, we'll see you soon. Indeed. Thank you very much for everyone listening. Thank you. So guys, make sure you follow the show notes. Action Jax's links will be on the show notes uh, below uh, the, the video. So make sure you connect with him. Reach out to him if you want to become a fearless speaker. We'll see you soon. Take care.